Welcome back. You're watching Traders Corner, the penultimate show of 2017. And joining me as always is Garth McKenzie, founder and editor of Traders Corner. Garth, welcome. Hi, Julia. Garth, I don't want to uh, over-dramatize the situation, but if you look back at the portfolio that was over the year, it's a bit like Dorian Gray's portrait hanging in the attic, where on the surface of it, he looks like a young, fresh man about town. And when he confronts himself, he's a decrepit, maundering old thing. Uh, and all his excesses are clear to see. So unfortunately, there weren't too many excesses, but it was not a great year for Traders Corner. No, it's actually been the worst year since we started this in 2009. Uh, this has been the worst year. In 2017, certainly a year I'd rather forget. It's been <laughs> difficult. I mean, I'll, mm. you, you'll see in the review now when we're going to unpack all the statistics. Locally, we've struggled, but we've managed to make some money. Offshore, it has been utterly dis disastrous actually. Um, I've had a cluster of, of losing trades this year, which I knew would happen at some stage in my career on this show. I mean, it's, it's inevitable. Every trader is going to hit a cluster of bad trades at some stage. Mm -hmm. And I knew it would come at some point. And, and it's certainly 2017 has been the year, and you'll see it is particularly in our offshore portfolio where there's just been a string of losses which have been really terrible. Yeah. Okay, well, remind us where you began with high hopes in January 2017. Yeah, so we began the year a little different this year to how we've done previously. We, we started with 100,000 Rand in the local portfolio this year and 10,000 pounds in an offshore portfolio. In previous years, we've normally started with 250,000 Rand and we've just traded the local market. This year, we decided to bring the offshore side of things into it and, um, and, and as I said, it hasn't been particularly successful on that front. How do we look at the end of the year? Well, the final value of the South African portfolio is 114,000 Rand, so we're up 14.5% there for the year to date. And in, in uh, pounds offshore, we are down 10% for the year to date. And that's as a result of a string of small losing trades all back to back, to back with each other, which mm. we'll unpack in a little while. So certainly not a great performance for the year to date. Uh, as you'll see at the end of the show, the fact that the RAND has weakened has actually helped us a little bit uh, in the sense that when we convert this all back, to in back into RANDs and decide what we've got to give to charity, um, the, the, the pound losses have actually been uh, so offset massaged slightly. Yeah, massage, that's a great word. Uh, they've been massaged slightly by the weaker RAND. Hmm. Okay, so I mean, talk us through the actual um, the amount of trades uh, that you entered into, both on the local and the offshore portfolios. Yeah, well, let's focus first on the local portfolio. I suppose let's get the good uh, the good news out of the way. Not that it's great, but it's better than <laughs> better than nothing. So we we did seventeen trades on the local portfolio in South Africa this year. One of uh, winners eight and nine of them were losers. So actually, it means that I I had slightly more losers than I had winners. I always strive to try and get two out of three trades as winners. So quite clearly I've not managed to accomplish that uh, on the South African portfolio this year. But the, the key also is that your winners have to be bigger than your losers. Mm. That's also very, very important. And there are traders out there who, who actually lose on more trades than they win on, but yet they are consistently profitable because their winners are that much bigger than their losers. So you, know, it's, you, you don't have to always have a, a significantly higher win rate. You, but the key is to get your winners bigger than your losers. So for us this year, the average winner has been 3.2% of capital, and the average loser has been minus 1.2% of capital. So that's not too bad. It means that our winners are two and a half times bigger than our losers on average, which is fair enough. I always strive to try and achieve a, a risk to reward ratio of one to three. So in other words, for every one unit of risk that I'm willing to lose, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to make on average three units 
uh, the equivalent in reward. I mean, so for you, is that is that a fair performance if you look back at what happened on the market this year? Or in retrospect, um, could uh, could that probability, could that risk reward ratio have have actually been better still? Well, it could have because we had a couple of trades, which, which like one, for example, in Naspers, which we were long, we made good money out of it. In fact, it was our most successful trade of the year. But we could have made a lot more, mm. and that would have then f uh, made the risk to reward ratio even better. So yes, it could have been better. Mm. Okay. Um, Right. So if we look at, uh, I suppose, a, it's a, um, a histogram, essentially, yeah. uh, what you've got there. Yeah. So let me explain how this histogram works. We always do this every year when we, when we review the year. So looking specifically still at the South African component of the portfolio, the way this thing works uh, is that it all, the, all the stocks that we've traded are mentioned along the bottom there. And then the, on the left and right, or the left side here, rather, you've got percentage above and below the line. So above the line, zero is where you start. This is basically return on capital invested, effectively. And below the line is, is negative returns. So the red bars on this graph represent the risk that we were willing to assume on each trade. And you'll know that we never risk more than 2% of our capital on any given trade. So you'll see all of the, the risk assumptions here on all of our trades, none of them ex ever exceeded 2% of our capital. Then the green bars are the result. So once you've closed the trade out, you've either taken a profit or a loss, you then plot it in there. So the idea with this sort of thing is that you never want your result, if you've got a negative result, you never want it to be in excess of what the risk assumption was. So I think from that point of view, we can get full marks there because we haven't allowed any of our trades to lose us a lot of money. Yeah. We've always contained the losses to within the risk parameters that we set out. And then in an ideal world, you want lots of these tall bars to the upside, which illustrate your profits. And, and I always say on my courses, you want your histogram to look like the New York City skyline with lots of tall skyscrapers. Now, from this year's point of view, it's okay. Uh, you can see there was our trade in Naspers that we did earlier in the year where we made 8.2% of capital on that one trade. So that, that was a very, very good trade. And, uh, and, and we can attribute most of the year's gains to that s single trade, actually. I, I mean, just theoretically speaking, if you'd remained invested in NASPAS to, say, 4,000 rand, yeah. what would the, the yield or return have been there? This bar would be a lot bigger. It would <laughs> probably be, I mean, I'm guessing now, but probably 20, 23%. Um, okay. that, it, that we could have made. So it would have been a much, much bigger performance than what we've managed to achieve here. Because we sold out of Naspers at 2,500 Rand and it went on to 4,000 Rand. So I mean, yeah. you, can, you can understand there was much more money to be made out of it than what we did. Yeah, I mean, in hindsight, uh, and that, as you say, is always the hardest thing, running your winners, cutting yeah. out your losers. Correct, yeah. Wha running profits is, is, is difficult. And it's what I've often said on the show is that from a trader's perspective, I find I can get decent entries, I can s execute a stop loss without any hesitation. But knowing when to sell is still the hardest part of trading because you're either going to sell too early or you're going to overstay your welcome and sell too late. So it's tricky to get it right. Yeah. Um, we've had a couple of other successful trades, a couple on the, the, on the Ormi futures. And then in the last few months here, we've actually had a couple of successful trades which we strung together. Kumba, Xaro um, have been nice ones for us. And an interesting point there is that there were seemingly fewer individual sort of vanilla trades this year than uh, you took a lot of positions on um, the 
the, the market. Uh, um, and I suppose it's, it's worked for you and also against you, actually. Yeah, well, that's right. We've traded the market being basically via the all-me future. We've done that a couple of times. And that's very often been where we've had an options position in the background. And then we've gone long of some all-me futures against it. And trading the all-me has actually worked every time we've traded it this year. We've traded it, what, one, two, three times, four times this year. And every one of those four mm. trades did work. So, so we've been successful on that front. I think, you know, if I, if I have to say there's one positive to take out of this, I think it's that we've managed to keep the losses small. And that, that's always a secret to success in trading. Keep your losing trades small and, and hopefully the winners will take care of themselves. Okay. On to the next slide, Glath. All right. Um, so this is I mean, if you sort of plot it against the market, I Yeah. Guess. Well, I always like to do this. So we measure ourselves against the all share index and say that if you'd taken that 100,000 Rand that we, exp you know, that we uh, put into the traders corner portfolio at the beginning of this year had you invested that into the all share index how would your money look at the end of the year and how does it look having traded it into this uh, into this traders corner portfolio so the blue line there is the traders corner portfolio and the red line is the all share index you can see by and large it's actually been fairly consistent there's yeah. just that the differential in the middle of the year and that really is just a, a mark to market movement that we had on an options position um, before which was the market started rallying yeah that's right so we were actually very very nicely in the money on, a, on an option structure during the June pullback in the market. And I was marking it to market as if it were at expiry. Mm. And as a consequence, we had this big theoretical profit sitting there, but we couldn't take it. Yeah. So if you, if you strip that out, you'll see that the charts have kind of correlated fairly closely. And at the end of the year, you've done more or less the same on the, on the trader's corner portfolio as what you did uh, uh, if you invested in the all share index this year. I have to say though, for the last, except for maybe 2009 or 2010, um, you've always been significantly, you've always outperformed the all share index and this is probably the first year that there's been underperformance uh, yes. of the local markets. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, every year we've, we've, um, we've outperformed substantially. So on a long term basis, I'm still you know, ahead of the game, but this year has been difficult. <laughs> okay, well, let's get on to the real annual, okay, before we do that, just a, yeah, well, this a is brief the offshore, summation. Yeah, this is the offshore portfolio now we're going to look at, so okay. we're going to have a look so at. So this is the real, the real horror show. The horror story, absolutely. I mean, this is just a disaster. We, we did 12 trades on the offshore portfolio this year. One of them was a winner, only one. 11 were losers. Um, the average winner, being the only one, was 2.35% um, of capital, and the average loser was minus 1.2% of capital. So that, ra that ratio is still fine. The trouble is when you get 11 losers in a row and, and you're losing 1.2% on, on average on each one, that's going to start to hurt. Yeah. And if we look at the, the histogram here, and it really does make for, for uh, ugly reading, there you can see the first trade of the year that we did was in Royal Bank of Scotland. That was the profitable trade for the year. Since then, I kind of have been rather fixated on these option structures, um, the S&P 500 put spreads. And because that market has gone up in such a linear fashion this year, all four of our S&P put spread structures have expired worthless this year. Mm. So collectively, we lost 6% or 6.5% of capital just on those option structures alone. And then there were a couple of other vanilla trades in between, some on gold and a couple of UK stocks like Billet and Glaxo, SmithKline and Unilever, where we lost money as well. And I suppose, you know, theoretically, you could take the 6.5% um, of the portfolio that, that you, you had to essentially write off in these option structures if maybe there'd been a few more winners. But because there was only one winner, yeah. it just makes it look that much worse. Absolutely right. And I think that's the lesson. You know, maybe we need to be a little bit more long against these option structures next year. But also, I think I, I got it wrong in the sense that I was constantly looking for the pullback in the S&P 500 and it just didn't come. Yeah. So how does it work out? Um, 
money-wise, Garth? All right, so this is, if we re really wrap it all up, uh, this is what we had at the start of the year. We had 100,000 Rand in the local portfolio, and as I said, we, we also had 10,000 pounds in the offshore portfolio. At that stage, 10,000 pounds was worth 166,000 Rand. Um, so we had a total effective starting capital of 266,000 Rand. Now, at the end of the year, the local portfolio is worth 114,000 Rand, so we made some money there. The offshore portfolio is down 10%, as I said. It's worth, worth just short of 9,000 pounds. Um, but when you factor in the fact that the rand has weakened by around about 10% against the pound, it means that we've got 162,800 rand in that offshore portfolio. Okay. So that kind of offsets some of the losses. So what it means is that at the end of the year, we've now got a, an effective 277,000 rand um, where we started the year with 266,000 Rand. So we've got 10,966 Rand, almost call it 11,000 Rand, which we can donate to charity. So I'm pleased we've still got something to donate, even yeah. if it's been an absolutely shocker of a year. Um, we've still got something to donate to charity this year. Yeah, but it is, uh, of the years of the show that we've been running our program, the worst year you've had. Without a shadow of a doubt, 2017 is, is a year I'm very keen to kick into touch. We'll come back in 2018, hopefully with uh, new energy and give it another bash. You know, trading, you, you're going to have your bad years sometimes. And I've certainly had mine this year. Um, and and, and you kind of got to say, oh, well, it happens and we move forward. And next year we'll look for, m for more opportunities yeah. again. Just maybe to end off with, Garth, um, while it's horrible to confront uh, oneself with one's uh, lack of performance, um, are these necessary things that a trader has to do, in your view? Yes, most definitely. You need to mark yourself. You need to look back. You need to see what you've done, where you've made mistakes, because it's a constant process of improvement. So it is important to look back it's, and, and, and just to try and see where you've gone wrong and then fix those things for the future. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to leave it there. Uh, of course, there is one more show and maybe we'll talk more philosophically about the year that was and maybe things that we could have done and things that uh, we did actually get right. Uh, and uh, we'll detail who uh, the charity is that you're going to be uh, spending that 11,000 Rand on. So thanks, as always, for joining us thanks. on the program. Garth McKenzie is, of course, founder and editor of Traders Corner.